Corner to Corner podcast. My name's Jeff and I'm one of your hosts and as always I'm joined by my good friend Paul. Yeah, that's me. I'm the other host. Hello everybody. How how are you all doing tonight? How are you Paul? Yeah, I'm 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 really good mate. Yeah, I've got a bit of, bit of a thick head. I've got a bit of a headache today. It's all this heat has been getting to me. It's been we've, we've been under a dome of heat and uh, it's made me a little bit weird. Well, <laughs> there must always be heat where you are. No, 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 don't, don't go there, mate. That's just wrong. Behave yourself. <laughs> How are you, anyway? You're looking very chipper. Yes, yes, not too bad. Well, it's cooled down a bit here, actually. We've had some rain last couple of days. Oh, so rain. I'm uh, never going to complain much, about being cold again, that's no, for sure. Much, much more my preferred type of weather. Um, so we're here tonight to um, record our 50th episode, aren't we? <gasps> Um, which he is, made uh, 50 yeah, episodes. It, yeah, 50 episodes. Mate. That's cheering that's noises. Well, you know, when we started this, which was which was nearly a year nearly ago, nearly a year um, ago. Yeah, yeah. First of October, our first episode yeah. went out. We had no idea what to expect. No we, idea. Would, would anyone listen? Would, would we? Would anybody care? Would, would anyone care? Would we keep it going? Would you know just what would happen and <laughs> i think it's fair to say that um it's exceeded our wildest yeah, uh, expectations has not it it has um to, to not only you know have had well to have picked up an audience of people who uh, actively listen to us tweet lovely things about lovely uh, things. you know the podcasts and things um and and you know consistently listen and download the the episodes each week um and and really support us online um but to have you know been able to talk with cast and crew uh, oh, you know, from yeah, the show as well brilliant it's just been been, it's been amazing uh, uh, yeah amazing really so yeah to everyone who's supported us um by by listening by appearing uh, on the show with us you know thank you we we really couldn't have done it without thank you and you it's, so, it's so so good to know that uh you know, there's there's other fans out there mm. who, who feel the same we do about you know the entirety of the show, and um, you know that, that want to get involved and you know contribute to, to our podcast and our episodes. So, you know, here's to the next fifty. Yeah, and, well, uh, we've got to do another fifty. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, I'm not putting a cap on it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be doing it when we old men. Yeah. Hey, hey, welcome <laughs> to who called it? Oh, jeez. <gasps> wheel is in in our little to, in our little chairs, yeah. our little bath chairs. My voice has gone <laughs> now. That, that literally put twenty years on me trying to do that voice. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, listeners. We'll, be, we'll still be here discussing the twenty seventh Doctor. Yeah, we will. Yes, is. yeah. Who's literally going to be twelve? I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> just be employing child actors now. It's getting younger could, could every time. Not, <laughs> not, not be born, not be born yet as we talk now. Oh, behave yourself. Yeah. Behave. So we thought what we do for our fiftieth episode is um, look, have a little look back at some of our previous episodes. So for anyone uh, who hasn't listened to us before, this is a, a good chance to get a bit of a feel for yeah. you know, who we are and what we do. Uh, and for people who have listened to us before, you might um, hear a bit from an episode that you might have missed or uh, an episode, you know, hear something again from one that you really enjoyed and you might want to go back to it. And Or they might hear a listen. bit that they really didn't like again. Yeah. It, it <laughs> it's sort of just piling forward, in with you know, oh, I didn't like yeah. that bit. Why are they playing yeah, it again for just... the bastards? <laughs> So just just come back when that's done. That. So, Paul, why don't you um, 
Why don't you tell me oh, God, about one of your favourites? Why don't you start uh, with me for John, actually, yes. So <laughs> I've, I've got a lot of favourites. And I mean, in okay, so we do kind of three different types of show, don't we, really? Maybe four or five, actually. But our shows are broken down into episode reviews where we'll look at a current story yeah. or an older story or a big finish or something like that and just chat about it, what we liked, what we didn't like, but mostly what we liked. And we also do um, our Meet the Whovian type shows where we get loads of other yep. fans in and we have a ch- little chit chat with them as well and of course we also do our celebrity type shows which uh which which are really something as well where we get to talk to cast and crew from the, the tv series the big finish episodes the writers of the books and and you know have a yep. good old chinwag with them so i'm gonna ch- i'm gonna start actually with one of those because that for me was when um i mean I'm going to try and phrase this properly because I always enjoy talking about Doctor Who to you, Jeff, and to anybody who's yeah. kind of willing to listen to my ramblings. But suddenly, we were talking about Doctor Who to Ray Holman, actual yeah. Ray Holman, for the very first time, our very first celebrity interview. I don't know how you managed to get hold of him, Jeff, and and I've got to say to the listeners that a lot of our celebrity guests. Are, are kind of brought in by Jeff. I, I've just realised that that's an image of like a cat going out and dragging something in through the front door, right? But well, you do put you know. a lot of energy into doing this, mate. And I don't know how you do it because every time I approach these uh, these star guests to appear on our show, I end up with a restraining order. So, but you don't. You actually <laughs> manage to entice them in. And the first person you ever enticed in of a kind of star status was was the magnificent Ray Holman. And he was lovely from start to finish. But I tell you what, mate, mm. I was so nervous. It's unreal. <laughs> so, so nervous. And not only was I nervous, right? So the first part of this interview, I was able to kind of um, deal with it because you were there with me on the other side yeah. of the screen, holding my hand virtually and guiding the, the, the interview, the conversation. And it was good. I was, I was starting to feel kind of comfortable. And then you... And then you left. You left us in the lurch. <laughs> well, and you, you need to explain it fully. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't just get up and walk off. So we did. We did literally to... do that. <laughs> just threw his <laughs> headphones to... down and fuck it, I'm not having yeah. this anymore. Ray, you talk to him. Paul, you talk to Ray. No, it wasn't like that, was it? There, there were reasons. No, we'd we'd lined up to talk with Ray mm. and my my twins who were three and a half at the time um they were poorly um we we had a real bad run of of, of illness twin flu through like january february march we just had something every week um and they couldn't go into nursery because they were poorly and uh my wife wasn't going to be able to help with them so we we had to say to ray um you know i'm really sorry i've got to look after my kids could we could we please reschedule (laughs) And I think it was on the. We said we could do it the next day, which was the Friday. Oh, that's um, right. We we had to. We did have to reschedule, didn't we? Yeah. yeah so we, so we our very first guest, who who you'd managed to attract to to the show, to, to the podcast, and suddenly we had to say, actually, we can't do it on that day, Ray. Sorry. Do you mind if no. we oh, if we do it on another day? It, it was it was really embarrassing. It was very embarrassing, I, wasn't yeah. it? And yeah, it things was, happen, you know. And it was just my wife hadn't long started her new job, and she she had yeah. something going on. She she couldn't. <laughs> take the day off and you know i wouldn't expect to take the day off for me to do a podcast session and stuff but, i know you know the, the nursery, nursery wouldn't take the 
girls and stuff. It's, everything so was going wrong, it, wasn't it? it? It really was. And you know, when you think like, oh, wow, something, I can't believe something amazing is happening. And then it all just yeah. kind of goes against you. Um, but Ray was, was very understanding. And then he really was. We, we rearranged for the next day. And my wife said, you can do the, the call <laughs> in the lunch break and she'll look after the girls. So I thought, okay, well, that'll be That's fine. right. An hour. Um, an hour be, mm. be all right. And then Ray couldn't get on line for the chat. No, that's right. It, it, the, the platform the, we used to rec- to make these recordings wasn't compatible with Safari. Yes. And he so was on an Apple, an Apple an iMac thing. Yeah, trying to figure out what to so do. We, so we had to do it in Zoom, up. didn't we? So And, and yeah. you, <laughs> you didn't have – you just had the Zoom freebie, if I remember, because yeah. we set it up on your on your Zoom account. No, I'd signed up but for you, it. Yeah, and then in, you signed up, is it? Yeah, and then – the the hour was was uh, approaching. Yeah, that we were went. Still talking, and and I thought I got to go, and um, but I couldn't I couldn't like log out because it was all being done through my account. Yeah, you recorded were, you were on my parent account. Yeah, yeah. So I I had to bring the computer downstairs uh, at home and <laughs> imagine uh, this set listeners. it all up. Yeah, and uh, we laugh about it now. The girls, we laugh, at the, but at the time it was it was <laughs> wasn't great, and and I had to leave you talking with Ray yeah. and um which which was uh, you know he was really good about it but I was so I was so disappointed because I wanted to to participate in the in the chat with him because it had been going so well but I, ha- I had to look after the girls and um I kept one ear on the, the chat because the computer was still on and, and the video and I could hear you guys talking so when it sounded like it was kind of wrapping up I, I hopped back on quickly um and the girls joined me and he, he said hello to them <laughs> that was really um, nice wasn't it but actually? uh yeah, it was nice, yeah. but um, you know, Ray, Ray gave us nearly two hours he of his really time. Did. He, he yeah. was absolutely wonderful, and um, I've stayed in touch with him since. Um, and, and we, we exchange emails, and um, I I run a film festival, the Horsham Film Festival, which uh, some oh, you plugged that one in pretty sneaky, didn't you? I, I did, you did plugged that one, mate. There. He yeah. couldn't wait to plug um, it. <laughs> su- submissions close September sixth. Go to filmfreeway.com slash Horsham Film Festival. Um and we've got our awards night later in the year when we'll screen the winning films and give out awards and prizes and stuff like that. Um but I asked Ray if he would consider being a judge mm. uh f- for the films with me and he very kindly said yes. Did, yeah. Um so that that's a real thrill to, you know, have Someone who um, whose work uh, you know has meant a lot to me, um, you know, with his his work, mm. uh, you know, particularly on Jodie's costume and, and uh, Capaldi's and you know Matt Smith's, um, but also for the film festival as well to to have someone of his um, you know standing and mm. experience with, within the industry there as a as a judge and a and you know a name involved with things. So yeah, that's that's brilliant. So um, I've got a favourite moment. Go on, what uh, is it from our chat? But, but well. Uh, okay, I was going to say you you tell me first, but when we were talking yeah. about um, the dark coat that Jody wore oh yes in, in flux, um, and Ray had a wonderful little story that was uh, a sort of rebellious, wasn't it? That's the way right. it, it came about, and um, and he he did it, and he was like, well, you know, we don't know what we'll use it for. Then the script for Once Upon Time landed in his inbox. Needed another um, coat. Yeah, so um, I won't spoil anything more here, but uh, I'll uh, hand hand back to to us and Ray to uh, recap the story. I have a I have a file. This is Flux. Oh my goodness! Look at that. That's file just Flux, is it? Flux costumes. Yeah, yeah. and there's, there's Jody's navy coat. Oh, so, yeah, there we go. Um, 
Um, so, um, yeah, so I'll have to check what's been there. I could so easily get yeah. into trouble. <laughs> when we've talked about the costumes, mm. I really enjoyed the fact that we can talk about them first. Yeah, yeah. In the magazine, which is attached to the programme. Mm. And, you know, it's so easily on social It's so tempting because you want to share it. <laughs> you want to show people what you've done. And, you, I, I mean, I've just got to hold back. Because yeah, yeah. You can't reveal everything. I mean, there are protocols. Of course, the, yeah, yeah. The program, and um, and so we try trying to you know work out what what you can say and what you can't yeah, say. Yeah, that that must be difficult. Again, it's like going back to when you when you were fitting Jodie's costume and you were part of that secretive inner circle. You must have been tempted or, or just be the voice at the back of the head. Oh. No, no, that's too serious. That's is it? too serious. Yeah. That is really... This, this is why I would never get that job, because I'd lockdown. be like... Lockdown, do not mention it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's even... But, but you know, the, the yeah. with her navy coat, um, mm. I've wanted to change the colour of the coat for ages. Um, okay, yeah. Jodie loves her costume. She mm. wanted to change the costume. The BBC were of the idea, stop it, leave yeah. it alone. It's not broken. Don't fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out. But I, um, I did, <laughs> I did make up the navy coat. Did you? <laughs> with without permission, um, and um, so we made the navy coat. Yeah, uh, Miss Kerr and I, and I had it in in on a mannequin in in, right. in the fitting room, and I sent a picture of it to Chris Chibnall, and I said, "I've got yeah. it." By the way. <laughs> And then he sent, he sent a bonkers episode three in, and I was like, oh. <laughs> "What the hell is it?" Yeah. First read read it. It was like, "Wow, <laughs> what does this mm. mean?" Because because also we have to make sense of what the scripts mean. And I remember first reading yeah. it, saying, "You need a different visual reference for the doctor. You need a new coat." Yeah. yeah. Guess what we've got? <laughs> Just so happens that and we have something like, that we could that use. Is absolutely right. Yeah. That's what that coat is for. It's brilliant. Are, are, are we? Oh, you probably can't save. I was going to ask. Are we likely to see Jodie wear that again? Um, I can't say. You can't say. I knew you couldn't say. Thought <laughs> <laughs> I might as well ask. <laughs> It was really great hearing how the dark coat came mm. about. It's been really popular, um, you know, amongst fans of uh, 13th Doctor. Um, and, and uh, yeah, it was just a brilliant little story that Ray told us. So uh, what was your uh, favourite moment you, you mentioned earlier from talking with Ray? Yeah, I, I did, actually. And it, again, it was when you were looking after after the girls. And Ray lifted up his, his uh, books of sketches for costumes that mm. he'd done with, you know, for all, for all the series costumes and, and everything else and I thought I just thought to myself oh my god I'm looking at Ray's sketchbook you know what I mean and there's there's all the yeah, Jodie stuff and in there, all the monsters <laughs> and, and everything and it, it was it was brilliant it just felt like one of those moments like you know you where you feel privileged to sort of look at something that has that that means so much to you you know like you said you, you know you, you're, you're kind of attached to the whole sort of Jodie and the coat and the, the sort of stories that envelop it and the, the part it plays in the character, you know, becoming the character and to see the original sketches when he just... And it, it kind of made me think maybe 
sometimes we, we should do this podcast on video because we do yeah we do actually record the videos for these there, there are videos of our faces so we could actually stick it online i don't know let us know if you want to see <laughs> our faces you might not want to yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean mine's all right yeah. obviously but you know yeah, I look forward to the tweet. The tweet's not coming <laughs> in about that. But, yeah. but that was it. It was, and, and on the same day, actually, as Ray, we we uh, we talked about Anisha Palmer, didn't we? Um, who played Yaz's sister Sonia in in the TV Sonia, show? Yes, we we did. Yeah, and, and that's, that was um, two celebrity guests on the same day. It was on the same. Week. So whereas was I was a- really nervous with Ray, I think actually because he was so so pleasant and so gentle and so so charming, and 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 he wanted to talk. You know, mm. and, and I was sort of running out of questions, I think, because we'd already gone through the sheet of paper and I kept thinking, well, now we, we've had him on for like two hours. Maybe now's the time to wrap it up. And he and he kept going on and it, it was so brilliant. And I didn't want him to finish talking, mm. you no. know. But, but this, you, you're never quite sure how long you're going to have with, with No, people. that's like, right. You know, we, yeah. one, or, one or two guests have had a, a limit on their time, and which is fair enough. Mm. Um, so you, you generate a list of questions that are, you know, say with 30 questions and you think well we might get through 15 or 20 of them and if if it runs smoothly and you know we we are you know things flow you might get through all of them but then you know if it's going really well like you did with ray and you get through all the questions and then you hear a bit like oh it's just still going and we've not got any more questions no, <laughs> like but, but then it sort of the becomes fly, like a know? conversation doesn't it after, after a yeah, while so does, actually yeah. the questions are kind of they're sort of there in in a general conversation anyway. They're more of a yeah, fallback yeah. if we kind of run out of things to say rather than just framing the whole sort of chat. So and, yeah. and so and and then actually going back to Bav Nisha, the, the the conversation we had with her felt to me much more kind of free flowing. I felt more comfortable sort of you know being part of it and asking the questions and and just just having a general chat and and that i mean they, yeah. they've all been really nice but i think having two you know talking to two celebrities from the world of doctor who in one day i mean it was quite a special moment really you know i, I think i was kind of yeah i was on a bit of a high after that <laughs> yeah I, I, we were because it felt like uh you know well maybe we'll be able to do things with the podcast that mm you know we we never kind of thought might actually happen i mean you mentioned earlier you know how how did i get these these people and um i suppose it's a bit like i i enjoy the challenge of trying to mm. achieve these sort of things so like for the film festival for, for example the Horsham film festival uh that uh, you can enter through to september 16th um i enjoy the challenge of trying to get people on board to support the event whether it's contributing uh, you know some sponsorship money to help make the awards or whether it's to uh in a kind of dressed a venue or do a discount mm. offer via tickets or something do you know what i mean if if i can make something happen that means you know it, it's achieved something and i can kind of help give something back to people or entertain someone or you know promote a business or something like that you like then, that challenge that for me is yeah i do and so for the podcast it's it's being well you know, who who can I entice to come on and, and have a chat? And sometimes the the uh, ways things come about, such as Bav and Sam Sproul, are complete flukes. Uh, other times with like Ray, it's just I fired off a tweet and 
and he responded time yeah uh other times i go through an agent and you know there's a bit of back and forth and stuff and then you know you get somewhere uh other times you don't get a, a reply other times you get a, a polite no um but it's you know to, to see okay well i'm i'm enjoying this challenge you know how can i how how far can i get mm. it you know and, and what can I? You like the chase? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You should have been um, a, sale, a salesperson. Yeah. Honestly, you've been well, yeah, great. I think you've said that to me Persistence, before. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Never <laughs> yeah. take no for an but answer. I, I'm probably ended up blacklisted at some agencies because <laughs> I, I keep emailing. But you know. Um, so um, yeah, Bav was brilliant, wasn't oh, she? she was yeah, fantastic. Really positive. Yeah, such a. Joy to speak to, you know, both her and Ray, both of them, just absolute bundles of joy, you know, one hundred percent positive. D- did you have a favourite uh, moment with with Bav or a story that she told us? I uh, do you know what? Yes, um, but I I I did like the story of you bumping into her actually, and, <laughs> and how that came about because because you know you're talking about how you grab hold of these celebrities and entice them. <laughs> quotation marks <laughs> Paul's just come on to our, marks, yeah. <laughs> to our podcast there were, n- there's, there were no restraining orders <laughs> <laughs> no it was, um, it was great yes. because of course Shall she we... was um, she was involved in, uh, in in some big finish uh, stories as well weren't she with uh, Jacob Dubman yes. who was voicing the 12th Doctor and, right, yeah. and it was it was really brilliant just to just to, I, I could get lost listening to her voice literally for days because it's so you know she's so beautiful and, and and so joyous and everything she she said on our podcast and everything she seems to say you know when she's when she's acting and everything it just it just sparkles do you know what i mean it just it, mm. it just has she has an energy about her that is yeah. so luminous it's it's difficult not to get drawn towards it yeah she, like she's really poetic. positive she is, isn't is she? yeah <laughs> yeah she she does a huge amount of voiceover yeah. work and and stuff on screen as well, um, and and one of the things that uh, the podcast has turned into is something that I hope can appeal to people who are not just Doctor Who fans, yeah. but someone who might be um, you know working in in the industry or wanting to get into the industry and might think, oh, they've got an interview with um, Azur Salim, he's a director. Well, you know, how did he get into it? Or you know, how did, uh, you know, Bav get into doing her voice work and things like that. So, you know, I'm hoping it, that it, it works on, on a number of different kind of levels for audiences mm. and, and can be a kind of, a, you know, filmmaking type of, you know, po- podcast in a way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but uh, Bav was, was great. And um, we'll, we'll play uh, a little clip from our chat with her now and so people oh, can see brilliant. what we mean. <laughs> So well, we, we've got a question here, and a half of it is a tweet from a, a, a listener as well. So, big finish lunches are legendary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was wonder- I was wondering when that was going to come up. Um, Mister, I just say Mister underscore G Ward, who goes by Robot of Death. He he wants to know what's in them that gets this. <laughs> Sausage okay, roll. so yeah. wait, hold on. I'm not yeah, going to be a complete letdown here, but. I obviously, because when we went in, yeah, it was COVID. It was high time kind of, of like COVID. Yeah. So they, it was literally just, we were kind of almost organizing our own lunches and staying away from each other whilst, you know, uh, so I wasn't even able to experience it. Right. So I've seen oh, pictures, no. um, but it is just, it is basically what, from what I know, it is just yeah. a plethora of like, like you said, sausage roll, like everything you can imagine that you would have at home. It's just yeah. on a buffet. Like, I think that's a, 
yeah, I think that's probably the best way of describing it. So, yes, if you're going to call back Kira, please do so, so I can go in and have a big finished lunch. I was going to say, we need to get you Kira so you can, so we can vicariously experience a big Yeah, or or you can just, you know, stuff some in your pockets and bring it out. Bring it back. And that's the thing, apparently, it's so, um, there's so much that it literally just lasts everyone the whole Mm, day. So, yeah. And like freshly fresh stuff as well. Like I think yeah. that's, that's the big thing. So oh. yeah, I'm still yet to experience it. So sorry. Yeah, I, I, I can't answer that knows. question. So yeah, Bav was just um just brilliant, She's lovely. Delightful. Um so if if you haven't listened to her her episode, go go back and listen to it. It will um brighten up your day. Um so we also talked to uh, a Mr. James Pardon. Oh yes, we did. That, um so yeah, name that um not everyone mm. uh, may be aware of, but uh, his work you will be. So James has been the unit stills photographer uh, for for all of uh, series twelve and thirteen of Doctor Who, and, and most of series eleven. There was another chap uh, working with him on on some of that. Um, but James takes all of those wonderful behind the scenes photos that we see, as well as a huge amount of the cast promos that that go out. So like the imagery on the Legend of the Sea Devils yeah. poster, or the um, Eve of the Daleks uh, posters that went out. So all, all of that is is his stuff, um, and. Um, I can't remember how we got in touch with with James. Actually, it was through Twitter. I think it was through Twitter, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd been listening to the podcast because mm. he wanted to sort of see what uh, the audience were thinking of, of Flux as it was going out. So we we sent a couple of DMs, and um, he was a little bit nervous because he'd never done That's a podcast right. before. Yeah. Um, but we had a great chat for a good we couple did. of hours yeah, with him. He talk, came across really well. How he, yeah, he was great. We talked about how he got into the the industry, the gear he uses, and um, what it's like working on um, Doctor Who and and you know other shows as well. And um, one of the things that was uh, fun was talking about how you might just snap a quick photo mm. um, and and be pleased with it, but then it goes on to uh, achieve a life of its own uh, outside of yeah. that, such as one that he took of. Um, Kevin McNally uh, and also a Cyberman. So uh, we'll let James tell that story. Sorry, can, can I just add actually, because I just just on this subject, because I've got your web page up here, James, and I'm looking at what I think are a bunch of shots that have come to be really iconic. Okay. I mean, things like um, the Cybermen kind of re- reaching out, which seems to have been everywhere. Was that yeah, was that yeah. a posed shot, or was it accidental, or was it? That's, that's a good shot. That, that's, that's definitely one of my favorite ones as well. Because, um, yeah, to me that that screams Doctor Who. There's no, there's yeah. no absolutely. That could yeah, be. that's it. They um, come to encapsulate the program, don't they? Yeah, I mean that that was just um, I can't remember what season <clears throat> that was. Second season, maybe. Um, and that was literally just. I don't think nothing was happening at the mm. time, and um, the Cybermen were sort of just waiting in one of these kind of pods. And I remember just saying to him, Can we, you know, while yeah. we're here, do you want to just get a few shots? And we experimented with a, a few things and said, just reach your hand out as if you're trying to grab me uh, and, and snapped away. And yeah, that was that's definitely one of those. Yeah. Worked out no, quite nicely, those ones. So yeah, that's that's not in the yeah, show. Because, here, because me, kind of, of playing. Yeah. Just to sort of uh, play with a few ideas and, and see what comes. Because, yeah. you know, when, when I when I was a kid, sort of growing up, you, you look at some of these images in, you know, magazines and, and obviously no internet back in those days because I'm, I'm that old. But, you know, they, they kind of etch themselves on your and into your brain and become part of your life. Do you ever mm. feel, not 
perhaps not so much a weight of responsibility, but, you know, an, an understanding perhaps that some of these shots that you take, which in, in some cases might just be casually taken in the snapshot, are going to burn themselves into some into certain people for life. Do you, and, um, or is that too big a thing to kind of get, get your head around? And also they'll, they'll outlive us all as well, probably. Yeah, they will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 you do. there's a little bit of that. I mean, you, you are... There's a responsibility mm. that I mean, it's quite unlucky that I get to just turn up and and show other people's you know amazing work all the time and effort that's gone into building these things mm. and designing mm. them um, and lighting them, and I can kind of just rock up and go, "That looks cool." I'll have a picture of that, and then I get to show and say, "Look at this." <laughs> so there's a responsibility that I you know I want to make it look good, and as you say, you know, yeah. Doctor Who's it's a it's a British institution, you know, it's everyone knows who it is. Mm. <laughs> So another episode that we did with a, a cast from the show was chatting to Kevin McNally, who played Professor Jericho, yeah. um, and is also uh, very recognisable from his his role as Gibbs in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, what, what's the word for five films? Um, quintology. Quint- quintology. Quintology. Is it quintology. Yeah. yeah. That'll do. Possibly, yeah. It so is anyway, now. The five parts of the yeah, five, <laughs> five parts of the Caribbean films, and Kevin was was great. To oh, he's brilliant as well. He, he was, was a character really on his own, work. isn't he? Really, yeah, he doesn't need he, to be. He was yeah. to act anybody. He's just no, Kevin no, McNally. Quite, yeah. Is is yeah. such a and oh, what's the word? An evasious character, an ebullient character. Yeah. A, a, I mean, larger brilliant to talk to again. Just yeah. definitely larger than life. He was, and, he was and a chat as well. I think I think he said he, he could give us forty five minutes or an hour, and we ended up with hour and a half. Oh, we had more than more yeah, than we had at least you know, twice as much as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just really enjoying. And he, he gave us this Tony know. Hancock impression, didn't he? Because he'd done oh, yeah. the old Tony Hancock episodes, which were lost in the mist of time, similar to the missing mm. Doctor Who stories. Because they're all yeah. from about the same sort of area. And I kid you not, his Tony Hancock was on point, Jeff. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. on point. Let's play it. Let's yeah, play you, it. You, right. You listen to this and tell me if you don't think Tony Hancock is in the room. It is brilliant. No, I, I wanted to do it. I wanted to be as much like Arthur Lowe as possible. Um, I don't think anybody was interested mm. in my mm. version of Captain Mannering. They want to see someone uh, quite skillfully. Um, uh, recreating Arthur Lowe. And of course, the problem was, is that I, the moment somebody asked me to play Tony Hancock, I've adored Tony Hancock all my life and I knew I could do it. I had never for a moment considered anybody was going to ask me to play Arthur Lowe. And I, in fact, when mm. um, uh, Tom Weber, who produced it, uh, asked me, I said, give me a week and I'll let you know. And I just immersed myself in dad's army. And slowly over a few you, days, yeah. I found I was walking up to the bedroom going, Oh, what is it now? What is it? You know, and, and I thought, oh, oh, I think there is one in there. I think I can do him. So I, I, mm. I found it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that put shivers up my spine. That did it. <laughs> it was just Arthur Lowe again. So who was that? Andy Hamilton Boy. and Arthur Lowe and Hancock. There you go. <laughs> Line, lining so it's a, up. It's today. a guest celebrity yeah. packed episode yeah. of our podcast. I know it's a game. Jeff, it, I tell you, gets all these people on. It's a game. It's all <laughs> these people on. Says it's just Kevin McNally. He's a fibby, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I remember you were quite thrilled to to hear that, oh, weren't you? Fantastic. I mean, I, I attempt to oh. do a few voices, as you know, but none of them yep. are anywhere near. I just shut up after that because it's pointless even trying to yeah. compete. I just, yeah. just couldn't do it. <laughs> it's really um, good. Well, we'll come back to your voices in a moment, Uh-oh. actually. Um, but Kevin also told a story uh, which I felt did. was 
worth listening mm. to for anyone, uh, any actor who um, is maybe feeling a bit disillusioned with things, maybe not quite sure where they're going, is maybe fed up with, with so many auditions. Um, and I think in life you have to take any opportunity yeah. that, that comes your way. I mean, I say any, obviously, you know, this was, you've got to judge each thing on its own, you know, merits, but you never know what will, what will happen. Um, and Kevin had an audition mm, uh, yes. for, for a film and he, he didn't want to do it. He'd been to enough, wasn't feeling good about it. And he, he couldn't be bothered. He was sitting in his garden uh, and his friend came in and had a word with him. But I won't tell the story because it's not mine. So <laughs> let's hand over to Kevin. <laughs> So, well, how did the in answer to your question, in... my favourite oh, film is sorry. the second one because it has the most Mr. Gibbs in it. Yeah. <laughs> which, of course. which is an entirely reasonable answer as, as far as I'm Yeah, concerned. we can let him yeah, have that yeah. one, can't we, Jeff? Yeah. So um, how did those films come come your way? Did, did you get a call about them or did you have to you know, audition and go well, through the process? Or... Well, what, what happened was is I had been a few years before I'd realised that I hadn't made um, – a, a film for about nine years, I think. And mm. I phoned up my agent and said, I'm not going to accept any more work until I'm going to try to get a few little film credits so that I'm on yeah. the lists, you know, when yeah, things get yeah. cast. And so a friend of mine put me in a small part in Spice World and another friend put me a small part in Sliding Doors. And then I got a, a film called, uh, uh, I don't know, it was, it was a, an Irish thriller, um, I can't remember what it was called. And then I got a nice little role in um, the, uh, the Sean Connery, Catherine Zeta-Jones film, Entrapment. And then I got oh, another yeah. little film. But all the way yeah. through all this, I'd been going up for American films because I'd started to get, you know, people, I was getting on people's lists again. And I would never get an American film. And in fact, yeah, at one yeah. point, I remember going up for Spider-Man and coming away and saying to a friend of mine, oh, they'll give it to William Defoe or somebody. And indeed they did. It was the Green Goblin. I went <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah. So it, it comes to my birthday in 2002 and I'm sitting in the back garden drinking my mm. rosé wine as usual. And somebody said to me, don't you have an audition today? I said, yeah, it's for an American film. I never get them. So I don't, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to bother going. And they said, oh, come on, it's a ticket. Oh, wow. you, you must go on. I said, well, I can't. I've had a few drinks now. I'm a bit pissed. Said, well, for it's for a pirate. It doesn't matter how pissed you are. So she drove me to the yeah, interview. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting into character. She drove me to the interview, yeah. and I was just asked, the, the casting director said, the director has asked you to sort of tell a story like a pirate, which I did. Um, I felt was feeling very relaxed and happy. And uh, yeah. they offered me the part the next day, and uh, I couldn't believe it actually wow it's yeah. extraordinary God, it's, it was it's, only by not wanting to do it that I gone. get it it was it's a real lesson i think to young actors yeah that, that you got it yeah. she insisted that she took you there yeah exactly you got well, you ha- yeah and then it becomes legendary these you, yeah. you've got to take every opportunity haven't you yes you have yeah so yeah anyone who uh, is listening who, who is an actor uh, i hope that gives you um a bit of encouragement. Yeah, stay with are, it, you know, because it's yeah, it's and, and, it's a tough old world out there and there's going to be bounce backs, there's going to be rejections, there's going to be things yeah. that, despite all your best planning, just don't go so well. But, you know, it's it's picking yourself up, getting back out there and, and believing in yourself to go out and do yeah. this stuff because you never know. Yeah, I, th- 
no, you never know, and and um, you, you've you've got to keep pushing. And there's um, a thing I always yeah. say here, Jeff. Sorry to interrupt, but here's the thing, right? It can it could always be a no if you go for a thing. Yeah. If you ask a question, they might turn around and say no. You're not the person. You're not right. You don't have what we want, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if you don't go, it will always be a no. If you don't turn up, yeah. it's always a no. But and if you do no. turn up, there's a chance that actually it's going to be yes. It might still be a no, but it could be a yes. If you don't turn up, it will never be a yes. How's that? Does that make sense? Is that might, good? That's my life that's, advice, that's mate. Good. And it, you just pay me money for that. And it might not be. It might not be a yes that day. But it could be an, a yes for something for else. For something else later on. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I've had that with stuff where you know, someone has come in for an audition. I'll just get knows. Or, you know, we, we've we've been chatting or whatever, and they've been not right for something, but their general, you know, attitude and, and personality has impressed me. And I thought, oh, I'll remember them. And it for might next be six time. months of yeah. the year or, yeah, you know, for something and, else. And then we, you know, we, we do something together. So, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, Kevin's friend kind of helped contribute to, you know, changing his life for, for many different ways there. So I mentioned earlier about your voices. Um, so what do you mean? I think... Um, do you mean the voices well, I, I speak with or the voices that I hear? Which? <laughs> the ones in your head. Uh-oh. Um, you're like the 11 uh, from Big Finish. So Paul is quite a good, well, very good... Oh, thanks, um, mate. Vo- That's really nice of you. impersonator. That's beautiful, uh, mate. I feel touched. I'm really, I'm, I'm hoping that Big is Finish... Is that your will, uh, Yeah, I'm hoping Big Finish will... Um, Get you to do a voice for something at some point. Oh yeah, call for um, the call for the tea break. Yeah, tea breaks up, everyone. <laughs> Stop what you're doing. Tools down. Tea breaks arrived. It's in the green so room. Often, you'll often slip into a voice, won't you? Or, or um, I don't know what you introduce mean. A, what you mean? an episode. Huh? Um, I don't attempt it very often. I, I've done a passable call <laughs> before, uh, <laughs> but that's from a completely different universe. But I think we should just have a quick listen to some oh of my Paul's. God characters here. <laughs> My name is Paul and as always I am joined by Jeff. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you today? I am okay. That is good because today we are listening to Spare Parts, the audio drama from Big Fish. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another OC2C podcast. My name is Paul, and as always, I am joined. <laughs> Welcome, listeners. <laughs> it's it's not actually a sea devil. That was me all along. So I think you'll agree with me that those are some brilliant vocal oh uh, impressions. Oh. Uh, I just would like to say that Paul is available for voiceover work. Yeah, I'm very uh, cheap. Contact it. Yeah, he's, he'll do it for, do it for uh, half the price. Lunch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Half price, I <laughs> so don't mind. Do... Yeah, yeah just, just put me on the on the menu there. Put me on the cast <laughs> list. I don't, I don't care about anything really. I just like to keep myself busy. You know what I mean? That's all it is really. Got to get up in the morning. Got to do something. Otherwise, just then you uh, what's the word? You, you atrophy, don't you? That's what it is. Atrophy. My grandma, she used to atrophy, and she said to me, "Whatever you do in your life, don't ever atrophy." So I've decided I'm not going to atrophy. Never, not once, and I'll never have, and I never will. Can you let Paul back in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, the trouble is, once you get me started on that, that's uh, it's very difficult to start. But you know, I'm yeah, I'm kind of curved because I do recall um, Kevin McNally just switching on Tony Hancock, and I just threw my yeah. headphones down and walked out because <laughs> couldn't compete with that. Couldn't compete. Yeah, <laughs> so good. So the um the the voice flashback has reminded you of something. Yes, it did, to... actually. Yes, yes, now. <laughs> so we, we obviously found this piece of music um, which we use for the um, for the show to top and tail it and it's very dramatic and everything, but sometimes we don't use it or sometimes we use it in a different way or sometimes we replace it with something else with, um, <laughs> with some introductions that have um, text or been some some introductions that have been a result of our creative brainstorming sessions when we think jeff paul let's depending on who starts conversation let's not do our <laughs> usual thing of hi everybody it's who's c to c etc why don't we do something a little bit different so we, we've done a few and and one of my favorites actually i've got a few favorites but my first favorite is this the one we did for flatline and <laughs> It still makes me laugh every time. I don't know why we did it. And 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 Jeff, you you put some treatment on the edit, which just lifts yeah. it. I think because without the treatment, it was just a bit stupid. But with the treatment, <laughs> it's even more stupid. It's yeah, very, say, yeah the, funny. the treatment definitely made it serious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know honestly? If I if I'm feeling a little bit depressed, I'll just go straight to our flatline episode and just play that. I'm in the box. I'm in a little box. Whatever it was. Well, I think let's uh, let's hit play. On oh, you're going to play it again? People. Lovely. Let's yeah. have a little listen to this. It was so funny. I'm a little bit weirded out tonight because I'm in my recording booth and the sound is really strange because the dimensions in my room have gone really odd. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can just about hear you, Jeff. Only very quietly. It's all got a bit strange in here too. I'm in a little box. Oh dear, I I can't believe this. We've come on. Hello? Yeah, Hello? I I can hear you. You're very you you're very quiet. Very uh, very uh, tiny. I can just hear a big booming sound, and I don't know if you can hear me, but I'm in a small box at the bottom of your wardrobe. I think. I don't know why I was in there. I was looking for something, some shoes, <laughs> and I saw them there. I can't believe this has happened tonight when we're coming on to do our recording about our flatline rewatch. It's almost like it's been planned. That's amazing! Did you scrap that? Maybe. Yes. Insert sound effect here. <laughs> hey, that's there better. I can breathe again now. <laughs> It still makes me laugh. <laughs> it, that was brilliant. Oh, we just came God. up with that on the spot. But um, I, I think that was topped by the one that we did. Well, you did, really, oh, for Sophie Aldred. The one oh, uh, I didn't crazy. know about this. <laughs> no, I planned it. Sof- 
yeah Paul planned this intro I, I did it in and, um, secret yeah yeah he did it in in secret we had Sophie on the chat for who obviously plays Ace so this was a big deal uh, well as are all the guests oh, but having our yeah. first companion was was really uh, something special um and Paul did this uh, intro which was amazing but I didn't know about it no so no no the right, but here's the thing right, right dick <laughs> dickhead <laughs> answer honestly <laughs> because he thinks <laughs> I thought to myself. Well, I was thinking, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> and I wasn't thinking straight. Right. So I, I, I kind of wait. It's one of those moments where you sort of wake up in the middle of the night with a great idea, what you think is a great idea at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it literally was that. I thought, oh my God, this is what we can do with Ace. We'll do it as a, as a kind of quiz show of the 80s. You know, I'll just play cheesy game show, game show host and ask a bunch of questions. And, you know, we can have a little game because I'm sure Sophie will be up for it. You know, I had no idea whether she would or not, whether she just, again, throw her headphones out and say, I'm not up for this and then storm out. But she didn't. She was brilliant. She went with it. And, but yeah. I, I thought to myself, well, what can I ask him? It's got to be on topic, right? And, uh, and I thought, well, okay, ace, 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 ace. There are different meanings of the word ace, right? The word ace in loads of different contexts. So I, I wrote this little intro and I wrote it all down because I wanted it to be word perfect as well. And it was all kind of laid with little references to Sylvester and Ace stories, little Seven Doctor stories. And and I thought it was a, it was a wonderful work of art. And I thought Jeff will go with this as well. But again, I wanted your... I, was, I, I wasn't trying to be cruel on purpose. I just wanted you to, to be like spontaneous. Because <laughs> I thought if we planned it too much, right, it won't sound genuine. So I'm going to hit you with it because yeah. I want you to be as surprised as everyone else. And um, and I planned it, and I thought of maybe half a dozen so questions, all of which the aunt the answer to every one of which was ace, and it was easy, right? And I started with you, Jeff, with the easiest question, and what happened? I didn't know what the answer was. I didn't know, was. The I didn't know was. what the hell. I didn't know what the hell was going on, and uh, it was really embarrassing. Um, but so to be fair, mate, you left it, it in the edit, which I think was brilliant. <laughs> it's just great. Well, it, it wasn't going to work without it. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll uh, let's, uh, let's have a listen, have a to listen this. at uh, a fantastic intro and my shaming of in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome, everybody, to the Who Corners to Corners. You see what we did there. This is the only game show this side of Iceworld with zero prizes, zero appeal, and an unpronounceable catchphrase that's about as popular as a killjoy clown in a quarry. However, what we lack in talent and stash, we more than make up for with enough Nitro 9 to bring evolution to a standstill and frighten the bejesus out of anyone called Ratkin or Mitch. I'm your host, my name's Gordon Bennett, and I'm as happy as a psychotic licorice all sort in a candy kitchen to welcome our contestants to the show. So please give happiness to Jeff C. from Horsham. Hello. I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> you don't have to. It's all on me. And Sophie A. from the fictional universe of Perry. That was wicked. <laughs> Okay, it's not over yet. Oh, Hold on, I've got oh, some great. questions I'm going to answer because this is an actual bona fide game show. Contestants, get ready to answer our quick buzzer questions. Do we have to do the buzzer? Can, yeah. we'll, we'll have to do a buzzer. We'll do a buzzer effect on afterwards or something like that. Okay, here it goes. So, first question goes to Jeff C. Jeff, in a game of blackjack, which playing card has a face value of either 1 or 11, depending on some vague dealer-biased rules nobody really understands? Uh, the tiddlywink one. 
<laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Sophie. In 1980, the incredibly loud and extremely hairy heavy metal band Motorhead released a single entitled The What of Space. Ace! Ace! <laughs> Jeff, time to redeem yourself. In tennis, what is the name given to a winning serve unreturned by an opponent? I've got this now. It's Ace, isn't it? It is! Well done! Next question. Sophie, what might you call that annoying git who is literally amazing at everything? Ace! Yes, that's right. Jeff, what acronym is the common US military term for Armoured Combat Earth no, Mover? Let me think about that. It's ACE. It is! Well done, points. And the final question to Sophie. What do the following have in common? A Blue Peter badge, a Harley Davidson Eagle pin, the Thunderbirds logo, and a NASA Enterprise approach landing test shuttle patch? They're all on ACE's jacket. <laughs> yes! They are, yes, well done. Right, that's enough of that. I wish I could get out of bed and take the jacket off there. Do you know, I was slaving on that for literally minutes. I, I need to know where that jacket came from. That's been in my cupboard for about <laughs> 20 years, Jeff. So the reason why do we have such a, such a long-winded and, in the end, spectacular fail of an not introduction. Not from me, not from you guys. <sighs> Jeff, you obviously don't play back, <laughs> I don't. blackjack, mate. I mean, I'm just disappointed in you, frankly. Um, so um, anyway, why don't you tell us, Jeff, why, why, why did I go to all that trouble? Go on, tell us. Okay, tell I'll us. tell you. Because I don't know. <laughs> Uh, okay, dude. that was brilliant. That was I, so I hope um, if if you can picture Paul literally. Oh, yeah. in a, Another a, reason a why we don't have video or should have video, whichever yeah. way you want to think about <laughs> yeah. it. Whichever way you want to look at it, yeah. Gold sparkly jacket. I literally uh, wore and, a gold um, sparkly jacket. I actually ducked yeah, under the he, desk he did. And, and, and put the jacket on and then popped up like a jack in the box to begin the game show. <laughs> just because I thought it was fun. I mean, I could have actually just pressed a little button here and turned off the webcam. And then put the jacket on, turn the webcam back on, and yeah, it would you, have been you could a lot have done, less yeah, sweaty because yeah. his <laughs> sweat was pouring well, think, off um, on that one. It wasn't yeah. pleasant. <laughs> oh, I think so Sophie funny. really enjoyed it. She she went with it, didn't she? She did. She and, was fabulous. Uh, really, honestly, was, was can't really thank good, enough for yeah. just going with that because she must have yeah. thought, "What the hell is this lunatic?" What the hell? And you yeah. probably thought, "Oh my god, Paul, you just cost the Sophie Aldred now. What the flipping heck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, I must have. I was slightly uh, concerned for a moment, but yeah, like I said, she she went with it, and uh, it, yeah, it was it was really good, and it was a great interview. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, yeah, it really was. Yeah, it was it, it was really something. I mean, you know, we. We, we've all heard interviews with Sophie o- over the years, and I, again, a, a, yeah. someone else I could just listen to day after day and just hear the same stories again. And you know, it's difficult for her not to talk about what's coming up in the next, you know, in in, in her return to Doctor Who in the next episode. Yeah, um, but that that didn't matter. I just wanted to hear about her time with um, Sylvester yeah, well, and you know, writing the book uh, at childhood's that's end, it. and it was just great just to just to converse. You know, with someone who yeah. I've been a fan of since I was like, how old was I? Been seventeen or something like that. Yeah. You know, Ace was such a great character in the world of Doctor Who, and Sophie just owns it. She is Ace. Yeah. You know, it, it, there's very little distinction where the, the fiction yeah. and the facts. You know, where Sophie and Ace they they kind of merge into each other, Blur- and it was such an honour to speak to her. And one of the things we've tried to do with our guest interviews is is like you just kind of said there that you know we've all heard and read interviews with uh you know the, the cast and stuff particularly uh you know people who've been associated with the show for longer so we, we've tried to kind of ask questions that are a bit more 
uh, off the beaten track. I suppose, yeah, I sort say, of a, to to a, a, about other things that they've things. done as well. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know. But because you know they they always give good answers and you know they're always really good about it. But you you kind of want people to say, well, actually, it was great talking to those guys because they asked about this and they asked about that, and you know it, it was a bit more interesting. Um, Whereas you don't, you don't want them just to sort of think, oh, well, I've, I've already talked about all of that. You know what? Do you know what I mean? You, mm. you want them to be interested as, as exactly. well. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we had a chat with Sophie about how the centenary episode came about, didn't we? Oh, we and, did, um, yeah. She, she told us a bit about that, but uh, we'll let her That's do that. a lovely story. I was in my house. My agent rang and she said, Andy Pryor has just rung to do an availability. Yeah. And we know what that means, don't we? Mm. And I stopped. I, I came off the phone and I burst into tears. It, oh, was, it was really wonderful. And um, uh, and then my uh, Chris wanted to have a Zoom with me, and we'd been in touch anyway a little bit because um, yeah, uh, he'd we'd we'd, ra- we'd wanted to go for a drink and then meet each other and stuff, and then mm. we couldn't because of COVID and then. Yeah. So yeah, the first time we met, he was saying, you know, what would you like to do in in the episode? And, oh, fantastic! And- <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, what a dream! That's amazing, isn't yeah. it? So, what was yeah. it like working with Jodie and, and Mandip and John and, and everyone else and, and Janet? It was just brilliant. I mean, it, it was Jodie and Mandip are just like a dream, and they they're mm. so friendly and mm. so lovely. It's just how everybody has always said it is. And better, really. You just immediately. It reminded me of um, Sylvester had this policy of um, whenever people came in to really, he he created it like a party. We were having a party, Mm, mm. and it was the same. It was just the same. Not only the cast, but the crew as well. The crew were fantastic. All of them, every single one, were working so hard and so dedicated to the program lovely lovely people having a laugh yeah that's that's what we've heard yeah, isn't it paul yeah. everyone that we've spoken to yeah. who's yeah. been in part of the show has said the same thing so we've had a lot of memorable uh chats with people and as we said we, we've had so many personalities on and one of the one of the the most unexpected if you like um, was was Johnny Mathis who played Passenger? Now here's the thing, right? Because Passenger never spoke in the in the show at all. He was a completely silent character, right? And yeah. and and he was always wearing a mask, so he had no idea what he looked like. And even though Sam Spruill had prosthetics, he kind of got a sense of what he might look like underneath it. But with with, with Johnny Mathis, we we had no idea what he was going to be like. But oh my god, one of the most wonderful talkers, right? That that we could have had on. We we need to get Johnny back on because he's brilliant. Yeah, we, we had such a good chat, I mean, and it wasn't. You know, we we must have edited that episode down to what was it, an hour and ten minutes, an, an hour and fifty. But there, there was twice as much content on there. We talked about. Yeah. We talked about Star Wars. We talked about Marvel yeah, comics. Huge, we uh, a huge amount out. Wars, we could yeah. easily get yeah. another non-Doctor Who related episode out of yeah. this. And and Johnny is just fabulous. He's brilliant. I, you know, he's 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 such a wonderful personality. And his stories had me in hysterics, in tears. I was literally crying. There was the story of Helmet. 
the uh, the tiny car. Now, now Johnny is what seven foot four, something like that. Seven two, seven six, massive yes. guy, obviously. And um, and he, he'd squeezed in at this tiny little car, and we asked him <laughs> to elucidate on the story in that, and it was it was so funny. <laughs> I'm going to read you a tweet from someone here, and it says, Once I drove a car that I loved. This was Helmet. <laughs> a car called Helmet, ladies and gentlemen. My Nissan Micra. I loved this car. Also, considering my seven foot two frame, one of the most comfortable to drive. <laughs> and there's a picture of you in that little car. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Tell us about this. Come okay, on, tell so, us about Helmet. So, Helmet. So, um, when I worked in the prison service, um, yeah. obviously it's nowhere near my house because it's never a good idea to work next door to no. you know, the, live next door to the prison. And um, so I, uh, I had a car, a little run around, and it died. It, it died a ceremonial death. It just just went. So I need another car. So I'm yeah. looking around to find a car. Obviously, being seven foot two, there's a few restrictions. So I can't fit in BMWs. I can't fit in a Mercedes. I can't fit in a Range Rover. Any kind of 4x4, four four, no not chance. Yeah. And not because of the size of the car, mm. but because of the size of the ridiculously small footwells. Because I've got size 18 feet, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I was looking for old runarounds. Not too expensive. Just something to get me going. Yeah. yeah. And um, So the older the car and the less interior plastic, the better. And I was looking, I went to try a Fiesta, and that was all right, but it was a bit rattly, and I looked at a couple of us. And anyway, just saw in the paper by chance, mm. someone up the road was selling this Micra. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if I can fit in a... I've never tried. Never tried again a Micra. <laughs> so it's a, it's put, a life experience. Let, let's let's go and try this. So <laughs> I went up, um, yeah. knocked on this person's door, and yeah, you know, it, it was in all right shape. Had a, a bit of rust on it, but it wasn't yeah, terrible. Yeah, but you know, it looks very basic, smart on the picture. You know, it's, it's a basic it's, it's micro. Clean. Nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. exciting. It was just you know. Anyway, so I got in it. I could get in it fine, yeah. but there was two problems. The first was the gap around the accelerator pedal was a little bit too small for my foot. Right, and when <laughs> so I tried to yeah, two and when I, at the same time, exactly, and when I tried to shut the door. I couldn't yeah. because the handle of the door dug into my knee, which then Ooh. forced it into the steering wheel. Oh! But me and my father-in-law, who's who's a great mechanic, um, yeah. and and we're very much both. He's he's taught me a lot about mechanics, and he was like, "Well, it's not an MOT requirement to have an interior door handle. You could replace that with a bit of string." Perfect. <laughs> and I went, "Does it come off?" And he went, "Yeah, we could just unbolt that." I was like, "Yeah, just take it off." All right. So we pay for the car. Yeah, um, an, an amazing three hundred and eighty pound, and um, awesome. I said, "Can you drive it home?" Because I can't shut the door. <laughs> so he <laughs> he drives his micro home. We get it back, took the interior handle off, replaced yeah. it with a with a bit of cord with some with some uh, hose pipe on it, just to give it a bit of grip, and yeah, um, and then yeah. the door shut perfectly. Comfort the door shut perfectly. Amazing. Loads of room, and then I got a hacksaw out and I cut the interior <laughs> plastic around. The accelerator, because you right. don't need it. It's just a bit of plastic. Yeah. It's and, all uh, peripheral. And, and there we go. There, there was, and because he was called Helmet, because one of the one of the the uh, the fam was like, he looks like it looks like a stormtrooper's helmet. And I was like, oh, it does. Ah, yeah. I can see that now. Yeah. So so yeah. it became Helmet. Look at that. And um, yeah. 
and it was a really economical. I mean, it's, it's a, it wasn't even a, a full liter. It was like nine hundred cc. Yeah, it was, <laughs> you know, um, dragging my you know massive seven foot two twenty odd stone, well twenty five odd stone frame around up and down the motorway <laughs> five times. And it a is. Week. <laughs> Yeah, Jono was great. Uh, you know, it was so good to talk to him and hear, you know, how genuinely yeah. excited he was. Really to enthusiastic. Take part in the show yeah. um, and, and his experience meeting fans at, at conventions as well. And I think, I think it's fair to say the whole thing changed his life. Mm. Well, like, you know what? I think the show does for, for everyone, whether you're in it, whether you're making yeah. it, whether you're watching it, you know, it, it has so much positive um, impact on, on everyone's life. And it's something that was lovely that you might i think you did see that this this week was um despite the the sad uh situation mm. with eagle moss um they've been tweeting pictures of some of the figures that they were working on and they they tweeted a, a passenger oh yes model. yeah um and and i think jono tagged us he in did it, so yeah. seen this and and i don't think he could believe that there was a figure made of him. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, he, he, he said, oh, he's got a mask on or something. Mm. Yeah, but, uh, you know, well, that was just lovely. I can imagine that that was probably, you know, a moment for him. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, well done, John. You, you briefly, yeah, we'll, we'll have him back soon um, when, when the centenary episode has come out. He can come and have a chat with us about that and catch up on what he's been up to. Um, so you mentioned Sam Sproul uh, earlier. Yeah. Um, so Sam played. Uh, Sam was Swarm oh in the gosh. Flux series. His voice we when he started loved. talking to us, though. And then yeah. the voice came you know, out. It was, like, yeah, it was, <laughs> was like he was Swarm up the spine. Yeah. And um, Sam was, was brilliant to chat with, wasn't he, as well? That was uh, one I was really know. nervous with, actually. With, Were you really? Sam. Yeah. I, I don't know why. There's you know, there's a certain presence about him, even, even mm. online. It's just, you know, I'd never even heard of his name before um, until, until he was in Doctor Who. And, and and maybe you know maybe it's a it's a thing we have where we sort of carry the fictional persona with mm. them in our minds when when we meet yeah. these people, and so maybe it's just the fact that you know swarm was so was was so deadly. I, I kind of subconsciously had this thing where I was talking to you know a demon from the from the beginning <laughs> of time, and you know was going to snap his fingers and turn me into red mist or something. So. But yeah, I, I, I was rich at, at the start of that one quite nervous. I think I'd kind of warmed into it as as Sam kind of, you know, started that because I think he was going out of his way to you know sound relaxing and and come through. He had a beautiful, lovely yeah. tone to him when it, when we, you know. Yes, he, he did. Yeah, um, I didn't feel uh, well. I suppose I always do feel nervous talking to people, but um, it, it helped that I'd met sam before you and, did didn't I mentioned you? Yeah. earlier that some sometimes um getting people is a just a, a fluke um and i was filming uh earlier this year down at the chichester festival theater and um my friend freddie had booked the shoot it was to film a show I didn't know what it was didn't know who was in it i got there it was a show called doubt and uh i said to freddie and mike that i worked with i said oh my god you're not going to believe who the the main actor is he he was swarm in doctor who and they looked at him and they went who? And I said, "Oh my god!" So I showed him a picture of, of Swarm, mm. and you said earlier that you, you didn't know Sam prior to Doctor Who, but he's he's one of those actors who's done a lot of stuff as kind of baddie roles or you know that mm. kind of thing. Yeah. And chances are you'll have seen him in something. In something, yeah. Taken, yeah, Taken or Snow White and the Huntsman. Um, he, he's done all sorts of things, but um, you know he's not necessarily kind of 
uh, a household name, um, you know, which is not, not a bad thing at all. Um, but I was at the theatre setting up in this, this little room at the back of the uh, main auditorium because I was doing the live editing on it. And uh, I, I looked up and Sam was standing at the door. And I thought, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, oh my God. Uh, I, I suddenly it's got a bit nervous spell. and didn't really know what to say. Yeah. And, um, Hi, Sam. He, he, said, oh. he, said, I didn't, he said, I didn't know this room was up here. And I said, yeah, yeah, this is where they shoved me for the, you know, for the duration of it. Yeah. Um, and we had a laugh and stuff. And, and then... <laughs> I thought, oh, I've just, you know, I really it. wanted to, to say something you know, to him. <laughs> um, but we we were setting up and then we had to leave while they did the afternoon performance and we came back in for the evening one. So we were then putting cameras in place whilst they were, uh, you know, warming up ready yeah. for the show. And uh, this kind of goes back a little bit to, similarly to uh, what Kevin McNally was talking about earlier. And I thought, I've, I've got to say something because if I don't, mm. I'll, I'll kick, kick yourself. I'll kick you um, as well. If, I, if he well, yeah, told me and that and you were in the same room as yeah. Sam Spruill and you didn't invite him to the podcast, I, well, I, I would have I had, I had thrown a wrench at you or something. You, I said, you won't believe who's, who's in this. <laughs> you did. You and, texted um, me, didn't you? That's right. Yeah. 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 And um, I was just setting the camera up and uh, he was quite close and I thought, oh, you know, I've got to say something. So I went up and I said, um, oh, Sam, I said, I'm really sorry to interrupt you. And he said, oh, it's all right. And he was, he was really, you know, kind of okay about it. And I, th- I said, uh, I just wanted to tell you that I thought you were uh, amazing and swarm. Mm. And he, he seemed genuinely touched by it because this was all still during, um, you know, COVID and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, you know, the show had been yeah. uh, delayed a couple of times because of various things. And, you know, it, I, it, he had done a convention, but it, it might have been one of the, well, I like to think, um, mm. you know, one of the sort of first times, you know, he'd kind of been at a, you know, meet a fan and, yeah, yeah, and hear yeah. that. Um, and, uh but then I, th- I thought, oh, I don't want that to be all I say to him because it's a bit <laughs> like, ah, you know, for a fan, you know. <laughs> um, but then um, I, I started talking about filming the show and, and asking how it would be and stuff. And then we ended up talking about kids and things. And um, uh, I, I can't remember. I think I might have somehow I might have mentioned Ray and, and the, the costume for Swarm and stuff. And then oh. I talked to Ray on the podcast. Some, something, it, it came it, up. It, 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 it went of, round the houses a little bit. He kind of circled inwards to to yeah, uh, inviting him into the podcast. Well, no, no, it, it wasn't conscious no? at all. I just kind of thought, oh, if I can kind of throw it out there, you know, that'd be be fun. And he said, well, if you'd like me to come on your podcast at some time, I'll, you know, I'd be I'd be up for that. Oh, I so said, you oh, made it sound like it was his know. idea. Brilliant, <laughs> yeah, oh, mate. You definitely be in sales. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> bit of reverse psychology on him, and um, I said, oh, yeah, okay. You know, I did, didn't expect Brilliant. him to say yes. So, um, <laughs> We we I emailed his agents and yeah. went through that and sorted it all out. Um, but one of the bits I really liked from our chat was when he was talking about um, his swarm mm. costume uh, and and all the uh, accoutrements of that. So uh, we'll, we'll hand over to Sam for a moment here. Yeah, and I think we did kind of um, just fall into a kind of rhythm of movement, mm. and I think. Um, both me and uh, Rashenda playing Azure. It's so funny. That's like a phrase. Rashenda playing Azure. <laughs> um, she, um, she, uh, and I kind of discussed how we wanted to be. We wanted it mm. to be camp. We wanted it to be glamorous because our costumes were so yeah. extraordinary. Yeah. Our kind mm. of makeup. You know, she had crystals coming out of her yeah, head. Yeah, that, that you know? crack I mean, in it her was, head is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. So we kind of, you know, that dictated how 
we were going to be and move and mm. you know um i was wearing cuban heels you can only move a certain way in cuban <laughs> heels, you know and then i've never and tried then, them uh, i'm gonna have to get them yeah yeah exactly well you know it will it will make you camper and more glamorous instantly <laughs> my but, kids have loved that but i think for for myself also yeah i was wearing a kind of matadors outfit i wanted mm. to have that movement i wanted mm. to have that a kind of a bit of latin flair and so um that was yeah that was that was how it kind of materialized how i moved how i stood yeah and um and also sometimes you've just got to think oh is this too much and they can always either edit it out yeah. or they could the director can come along and say oh i think you're a bit too camp now you know yeah. or cut bit, it out sam we don't want too, that yeah, cut it yeah. out <laughs> exactly but... so Anyone who listens to our podcast regularly or follows us on Twitter will know that Paul and I are both massive fans massive. of the uh, Chris Chibnall era, Jodie Whittaker's Doctor, uh, Mandip Gill, basically everything about it. Yeah. And one of the things yeah, that yeah. has been uh, has been another thing that's been great about talking with people involved with the show has been hearing stories about uh, oh, yeah. Mandip, um, things that. Uh, you know you, you may not necessarily have heard about before um, and it just kind of reinforces uh, you know how brilliant and lovely they both are mm. so we've got three little um, stories here one from Pete Levy who was the producer on three of the episodes of Flux um, and had been the uh, visual effects uh, producer on series 11 and 12 um, oh, that's and he's right. got yeah, a, he's a, a great st- that's it. Um, and he's got a really nice story mm. about Mandip. Um, and then we're going to go back to uh, Johnny Mathers, who's got a story about his first day on set um, and uh, Mandip and Jody as well. Um, and then we've got a, a story just to finish with from Bavnisha Palmer, who talks about her first day on set. Yeah. And again, Jody and Mandip. Um, so <laughs> have a listen to, to these um, to kind of, tell you how brilliant they both are and how lucky we've been to have them in our show uh, as if you didn't already know <laughs> this is just a small example we're in liverpool we're on the steps of the cathedral it's yeah. absolutely freezing i've got hand warmers <laughs> got hand warmers in the front and back of both of my gloves and in my yeah. shoes and in my pockets it's still not you weren't taking any chances I'm not taking any chances, and I'm really feeling it's the cold. cold. <laughs> At my age, Paul, I shouldn't be out of those. those no, <laughs> tell so me we, about it. So we've been out all day. We've got yeah. the catering truck there. We've got, you know, we've got, uh, uh, we've got the lovely uh, Nadia and John on the steps. We've got, we've got Johnny standing at the bottom. Yeah. All of a sudden, I turn around and Mandip rocks up. I can't see her face <laughs> because it's hidden behind. Boxes and boxes and boxes of really nice cakes. Oh, she brought. She's not working, but she's just turned up yeah. because her mates are out uh, are out mm. in the cold. So mm. she's going to come and and I can't tell you what how much that yeah. lifts the spirit. Yeah. Of everyone, uh, but and they're all different types of cakes. I had at least three. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> At least three. <laughs> oh, that's, that's lovely. I mean, Mandit was fantastic. She was she was so friendly. I walked on the set and they they sort of put me to one side away from the main actors because you know I'm just I'm just an extra. I ain't important. And um, and um, 
Mandit was sat with Jacob, and I didn't even realise that was Jacob Anderson at the time either, so I got a bit of a shock when I walked over there. And she was like, come here. I was like, no, they put me here. She went, fine, if you're too good for us. Go on, stay over there then. I was like, yeah. I was like no, 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 I didn't mean that. Oh, my God, I pissed off Mandy. Um... <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, um, kind of like I said before, um, mm. you know, they're just kind of like friends for life, it feels. So, yeah, yeah it's, it, you know, it was really, really great because, you know, obviously Jodie and, and Mandip had worked together quite probably quite a bit before I joined and come on, you know, come on set or whatever. And, you know, they're just so welcoming as a, as a parent and it can be really intimidating obviously because you're going onto a, a big set yeah, yeah. with big names um and it's your first time you know going onto a big set like mm. that but they literally just it's just kind of like doors open welcome yeah, you know yeah. what 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 can we do to make you kind of feel kind of happy and comfortable um so yeah i, I couldn't have asked for a better experience yeah, or kind of yeah. like you know one of my first big TV roles. So, they do yeah. seem like they, they're genuinely, you know, really... Those two together, like, they could start their own comedy show. I really yeah. like they, <laughs> they, 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 they just... They really well, don't they? I'd they like do, to see them in something do. else again, you know, yeah. afterwards and that, yeah. you know, they should bring bring you back in and, and uh, John, yeah. what if Fat Mods was carry on this, this era, really? You know? yeah. <laughs> so there's a few highlights from uh, our first 49 episodes. Um, 49 episodes. package. Um, we just wanted to kind of look back and say, you, you know, wow, we, we've done uh, some fun stuff so far. Oh, and, we have. Uh, yeah. You know, I've enjoyed it. The, have you enjoyed it, it, Jeff? Have you enjoyed yeah. it, mate? Have you? Have you? Have you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah, as well. It's, it's been, been a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. It's been great. It's been grand, um, isn't it? But yeah, or, or, you know, we never expected anyone to listen. No, it's been lovely that, that so many people is do. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and the people who regularly tweet in as well and, and like and share our, our episodes, you know, Thank you. We, thank you. The more Generally, that happens, the more yeah. Thank you. The more that happens, the more we'll be able to do because of the you know if we've got a bigger audience, yeah. there's more potential doors open for things you know, um and and to the cast and crew who've joined us, oh. you know, wow, thank wow. you. You know, it's um it, it may only Thanks be virtual meetings, but it's it's been fantastic yeah. to talk to people yeah, and. Um, you know, I think everyone has really enjoyed the, the chats, and I like to think that we've, um, you know, g- g- had a good time with them all. So I, I've enjoyed them. Get some, yeah. Well, you know, I have too. So, you know, it's, it's doing things yeah. like this that just kind of breaks the um, the boring drudgery of my day job, which actually isn't really boring yeah. or drudgery at all. I well, really like it. No, but, it's the same for me. But, <laughs> but you know, it's still it, a lot of fun it, <laughs> doing yeah, this. It is, it's, and, and it's a bit like the film festival for me it's kind of you know it's a hobby thing in a yes. way and this is a way for me to uh you know express my love for the show and and you know engage with mm. it in a in a positive way and and uh you know with with other people who feel the same um you know and i do the film festival i keep mentioning that i don't know why keeps getting that plug but in doesn't I, he that's the horsham yeah. film festival ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> but i do it because i want to meet filmmakers i want to kind of give a platform for yeah. their stuff and, and, you know, meet people and put something on that is a bit different that will, will mm. entertain people for a night, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's, this has been great. So long May, we get to uh, explore the corners of the Hoonah. Oh, we're talking about the podcast now, not the film festival. Yes. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Good. Okay. Yeah. I'll come back in now I, then. I might, yeah. I, I, might, I might cut that bit because <laughs> I mentioned it a couple of times now. <laughs> It's 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 a lot of fun. I, I I enjoy doing these with you, Jeff, and and I yeah. I, I hope our listeners get as much enjoyment out of them as as we do. And um, yeah, honestly, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, I'm looking forward to 
to do more of these, mate. Um, if you're up for it, I'm up for it. Yep, I'm, I'm definitely up there for it. There you go. Yeah. Fantastic. So, you heard it uh, right here, ladies and gentlemen. The contract is signed and sealed. That's all Jeff yeah. had to do was say <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so we, we love to hear from you know our, our listeners to find out what they would like to hear talked about, yeah. what they want to be able to contribute to as well. So, you know, do do keep coming up with things. And, you know, if you've got ideas for something, ping them over to us and, and we'll, you know, have a listen and, you know, take things on board. Um, and if there's anything that you don't like that we're doing, don't let us know. <laughs> keep it um, to yourself. <laughs> yeah, keep it to, keep it to yourself. Yeah. We'll be back uh, next week with um, one of our usual episodes. Yes, we will. So, Tune in then Tune and in. keep an eye on uh, what, what else Tune in coming up. next week, listeners. We have something really us. special lined up for you. We don't know what it is yet, but it's going to be special. We don't. <laughs> we, we don't. We've no idea. Actually, no, we, we do. We, of course we know. We've we got these planned way ahead in advance, and it's going to oh, be awesome. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listeners. Thank you for those of you who've been with us since episode one and are still here on episode 50. Massive round of applause for those of you yeah, who've just joined you. us. Also, massive round of applause. And uh, please continue to stay with us as we attempt to keep you entertained and informed all about the world of Doctor Who. Woo-hoo.